Help me welcome to the show my good friend, entrepreneur, and president of Loving Liberty, Kathy Smith. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show. Thank you, C.L. It's so great to be on your show and always good to be with you. Thanks, my good friend. I'll be headed up that way uh, to be uh, with you guys personally in the great state of Utah soon. Tell us about an event that's about to take place in a venue that you yourself put together and built. Tell us all about it. Yes, and what's so amazing, CL, is that you were here at Liberty Hall when we first started to build it. So I looked back in my photos, and there we are in February of 2018, and you were there when we first started framing. So you are going to love it when you see it now. It just turned out beautifully, beyond my wildest dreams. It looks like Independence Hall from the outside, a little bit smaller. It's in Ogden. And just a half a mile down from my late husband's store, Smith and Edwards. We also went to Smith and Edwards and had fun taking a tour there, but you just barely missed meeting my great husband, Bert Smith. But anyway, you're going to love it when you come back. Liberty Hall is the venue. And we built it so that we could gather people and teach them the principles of liberty. Free markets. Free enterprise is one of my favorite subjects, second only to the Constitution. And we talk about religious freedom. We talk about the proper role of government um, all the time. And my other favorite, because of Bert, he was a Nevada rancher, and he was well-known throughout the West and even around the country for being a champion of private property rights. He was a rancher, and he understood in his bones that it wasn't right for the government to own and control so much of the land in the West. Absolutely. That's what we're going to do on September 19th. We're going to honor the signing of the Constitution 233 years ago, and you're going to be our keynote speaker on September 19th. So if people can join us in person, that's great, or we're going to live stream it. Absolutely. That's going to be absolutely great, too, people. You know what? um, Through this fine lady that I'm talking to here, Kathy Smith, I was able to grant, in fact, several interviews with uh, Carol Bundy, Clive and Bundy's mm-hmm. wife, and uh, his sons. And mm-hmm. uh, it was Kathy who opened that door for me. I, Kathy, I want you to expand upon what the Clive and Bundy um, uh, confrontation was all about. Many Americans don't understand how, how the feds can and did shove around American citizens. Talk to us about that a bit. You know, Bert introduced me to the Bundys um, soon after we married in 2006, so maybe the next year. What great down-to-earth people, hardworking ranchers in the Nevada desert. And we sat around an open fire and had a fireside chat and got out our pocket constitutions, and those family members were um, just such liberty-loving people and had been fighting the uh, Bureau of Land Management, the original BLM. I used to have a bumper sticker (laughs) on my truck that said, bye-bye BLM. And when this new BLM movement uh, took hold here a few months ago in May, my kids took that bumper sticker off of my Bert's truck, and I was so mad. (laughs) 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 It said, bye-bye BLM. But the Bureau of Land Management was created to dispose of the lands in the West. 
you know a little bit about the Homestead Act. Oh, yes. So people were encouraged to come west to settle. And the founder's intent was that the federal government would never own more than a 10-mile square seat of government in Washington, D.C., or land within a state or territory that in a state legislature agreed to sell to the federal government. What we have now today, where millions of acres are controlled by the federal government, we have socialism. It's the opposite of private property. You either have one or the other. And if the government controls it, then we're socialists. And now we see where we're headed. So the Bundys understood that and, and had pioneer rights on their land long before Nevada even became a state let alone before the creation of the Bureau of Land Management, the first BLM. So, um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they had pioneer rights that way, way preceded any government national monument or a park or, you know, the Gold Butte National Monument. These are, I think, you know, arbitrary designations so that the government can control the land and the private property. So that was their argument. And the media spun that as if the Bundys had called for an armed um, confrontation, right. which they did. They did not do. They did and not. Ultimately, they were. Um, you know, there was a mistrial, and they were all uh, acquitted. So, but it was a very long, painful prison experience. That yeah. But you know what, you know what, Kathy, um, I, when I, when I speak to you, I get this sense that you are deeply, deeply rooted in the uh, core values, the foundational principles of our constitution and our founding fathers. And uh, so many of my friends in the great, uh, Northwest are, are, are like that. Where did, to tell our audience about you, what, what did you find, uh, this, kinship to our nation i mean what what has ingrained this into kathy smith well you know i talk like maybe i'm a country girl and i'm a wannabe rancher's wife i was married to the great bert smith a rancher but i'm really a city girl that i first met bert i mean i grew up in southern california for heaven's sake so i'm not a (laughs) i'm not a country girl by birth but I met Bert in 1975. I was a young mother and had my first little boy. And Bert Smith and his wife lived in our neighborhood and went to church with them. And he would stand up and talk about God and Christ and the Constitution all in the same breath. And I thought, what is this? That What is this just resonating with me? And so in 1976, he was promoting the bicentennial of our independence, the Declaration of Independence. Right. And so I started taking classes that Bert was hosting here in a little empty storefront in Ogden, Utah. And I was 19, 20 years old and, and fell in love with the Constitution. The principles that the founding fathers enshrined in our founding document, in the promise which was the declaration, then the Constitution is the contract between the states and the federal government. So the the federal government didn't create these states. It was the other way around. Well, Bert had this, he had this suspicion that something wasn't right about all of this 
government control from the feds out here on Western lands. And when he first read Article 1817 of the Constitution, where, where it says, this control will be confined to 10 miles square or what's given permission by a state legislature and no more, he said, the BLM has been lying to me. They wow. don't have a constitutional authority to control when I can turn my cattle out on the range. I know better than they do when those cattle need to go off the range. Wow. Anyway, this is so, so fast forward. Um, Bert and I lived in the same neighborhood and I attended these classes and just really got hooked on the Constitution. And then about five years later, my husband and I and our little family moved away, and we kind of lost touch of, with Bert and Amelia. We exchanged Christmas cards, but anyway, we once in a while I go out to his store, Smith and Edwards, the country boy store, and um, make sure that we asked for Bert and I'd show off my little family, and we'd catch up on things. I got involved. In 1980, as a state delegate here in Salt Lake, I shook Ronald Reagan's hand. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to let go of it. I was about three people deep in a big crowd of people, and he couldn't see me, but I didn't want to let go of his hand. <laughs> anyway, I just had a great life of, you know, helping in campaigns and trying to be involved here in my own, you know, community and state. Tell us about loving. Um, tell us about loving liberty. Um, well, what, what is, what was the, what was the genesis of that? What was in your mind when you decided mm-hmm. to, uh, to, you know, have the, where did the vision for that come mm-hmm. from? Where did it come from? Well, Bert had a nonprofit that he helped to found in 1989 that had a long name that people couldn't remember. And after he passed away, um, I thought, you know, we need a name that is a little easier to roll off the tongue. And I wanted something that people would maybe like so we called it loving liberty and sometimes it's a tongue twister but what i hoped was that no one could argue with that who can argue with loving liberty if you really understand what liberty is it's not the freedom to do whatever you want it's the opposite of tyranny it's the freedom to work and to live and to prosper and to take a risk bert was an entrepreneur and a risk taker so he said, I have every right to, to try, and I, I can fail, and that's my right as an American and as a, as a free person, a free man. So anyway, Bert and I um, stayed in touch over the years. His wife passed away in 2004, and he and I ran into each other in 2005, and I was running for city council, and he said, well, I can keep you supplied in, in a cases of pocket constitutions and i said well that's fantastic i was working for the lieutenant governor's office at the time and it was quite a drive up to his store from salt lake so i said well i'll just come get a few cases and the first time i showed up at his office there at smith and edwards i said well maybe i'll take two or three and he said no just take one and when those are gone then come back for another and so over the course (laughs) of the next you know two months during my campaign for city council I had an excuse to go divert probably, you know, once every week or so and get my case of pocket constitutions. That was in September, and I won my election in November. And by the next January, February, Bert and I were talking on the phone all the time. I was 
a single young mother who had been divorced for about five years, and he, um, I just thought, I, I have always admired this guy, and but I'm falling in love with my hero. He's not looking for a new wife. He's a widower, and he's not looking for a wife. That was March, and by October of 2006, we were married. Wow. So I married my hero. Wow, that's, you know what, uh, that's always uh, a great thing uh, to do. Actually, I married mine. Uh, I, I admired, <laughs> I really admired uh, my wife. You know, uh, I, I want to thank you so much for being on with me. Tell everybody again about the event that's coming up in September, and where will it be? It'll be in Ogden, Utah on September 19th. We'll have details about it on lovingliberty.net, and we plan to live stream it on our Facebook page at Loving Liberty. You know, after Bert passed away, I thought, maybe I can take a little rest. Well, on the contrary, um, I created Loving Liberty because I felt like I was being encouraged from the other side, and now I find myself working harder than ever just trying to keep up with Bert and right. and all of our loved ones on the other side. So we're not alone in this fight. Believe me, believe me, I know I, I'm right there with you. I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Listen, God bless you and God keep you is uh, my prayer for you. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will, Kathy Smith, because you are fighting the good fight. I'll talk to you on the trail real soon. Thank you so much again for being on with me.